Hello and welcome to BizPod. On this week's episode, we're talking about the idea and finding a niche. You know, whether you're starting with no idea at all, or you have a little inkling of what you might want to do, today we're going to be talking about how to hone that in and get started. Enjoy. Hello there, how are we all doing today? I am Louise Duncan and today I am joined by... And Tom Winters, and yeah, we're we're back at it with uh, the classic uh, duo, no no fancy, fantastic guests, and uh, we're talking about stuff that's slightly too confusing, but we'll we'll get through it. <laughs> yeah, as always, we want to talk about some of the harder topics because we realise the whole point that they're hard is that either no one's talking about them or they're sort of behind this kind of uh, a curtain of of mystery. So we'll talk a little bit about what at least our experience of it is and uh, hopefully that might help in some way yeah and I think this this episode's important because you see so many people and they, they talk about like they have the uh, of the kind of grand master tours and you know they one night they woke up in a dream space and the idea was on top of a mountain but it's uh, you know not quite as glamorous you know you, you kind of have to workshop it a little don't you yeah um i think on the times that i have you know woken up at 3 a.m and and either you know written that down or or whatever um you usually kind of reassess in the morning um and it's very much sifting through the madness um everything has to be you know looked at with with real eyes yeah and uh, although i think there's some uh, great great ideas that appear like at 5 p.m i I think they're not always the the most profitable or or sensible ones there they're fun ones Mm. uh, (laughs) but not the greatest i mean and it could be the case of you're looking to start a business and you've been looking for a while and then somebody has the the problem you know somebody's got that uh, the requirement for the niche that needs filled um, and and you're in that opportune space to sort of step in and, and problem solve in that case. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think this overall, uh, hopefully for this podcast, you know, if you've kind of got a field of expertise, that's fantastic. We can kind of start from there. But uh, hopefully, you know, uh, I, I hear of uh, people like hitting a certain age where, you know, things they they just are like oh i kind of hope to have done more by now and uh hopefully you know if you have zero inclination of what you would maybe be interested in doing but are maybe uh, hopeful of just having your your own kind of uh assortment or kind of way of life uh hopefully that can help that sounds a little bit too grand but <laughs> uh, yeah you you were not trying to fix all your problems but um this might help enlighten you if you're trying to find out what is that thing you're wanting to go for in terms of business yeah so to kind of give it the vaguest and biggest kind of taxonomy taxonomy i always mess up that Ta- one taxonomy taxonomy um there there's kind of two broad approaches you know one you can service a market which we can go into or the other would be just out competing and trying to uh, you know put a different spin or kind of compete with what else is out there uh we we fall in the, the other camp don't we where there, there's a fair few video production companies about yeah and i think especially on the kind of level that we're doing just now 
um, uh, a whole part of it is how do you get the sorry how do you how do you stand out so that when people find your work in amongst all this other work it's like okay yeah that's the one that I want yeah um, and that that can equally be just as tough yeah so I, you know I think either way you you spin it there there's that the annoying word of it just the niche that gets thrown around where you know and you know are in sense a company where you're kind of having to compete or kind of be in a similar field with many other companies doing a similar thing it would be you know making the you know making the best espresso or kind of doing an artisan roast or doing something really cool like that uh, rather than just being the, the only coffee shop in town so finding something that you can do slightly different or better is kind of the main driving force in our field wouldn't you say yeah, um, but as well, there's also technology is innovating all the time and the way we consume media is, is changing, sort of sh shifting sands. Um, and so, yeah, there is definitely like a... If you've been doing something really well for a while, there's a chance that somebody else, you know, is doing it better somehow because they just have the new equipment or they know how to use the whatever. Yeah. Um, you, Especially if you're doing like social media specific stuff, that, I mean, that changes so much. Yeah, and I, I think that's where, you know, looking at the kind of alternative model of how you can go into, like, having a, a business idea, uh, you know, is about, like, servicing a market that doesn't exist. And, you know, if you have a unique a niche that is so unique to yourself, there's nobody in the world that is thought about making top hats for dog shit. And you're like, this <laughs> is where it's at. Everyone has a dog, but no one has a dog top hat. Then that is... um where you know yeah. you strive that's where the the real money is <laughs> the the people on etsy that make ties for cats um oh they, they should but, but it, <laughs> it could be in the case of where um you know maybe you're you know you're pretty good at sort of somewhat of marketing you're kind of aware of whatever but you've been doing this this boring and you want to start a niche and you've maybe got friends who are needing you know a pr company and it's like right okay how would i do that how do I do that? Is it just that I have these friends that are wanting that? Or is it that actually there is a wider market for a lot of these small people which are wanting a, a PR company or something like that? Yeah. Um. And, and you know, I think I always go for that. That social route is a great way to find needs, you know, of people that you care about who, who may have stuff that you could do. Or it's maybe the case where you've got to sort of look on a wider field of, okay, you know, I am capable and, and organized and whatever. Is there something that I can sort of fix? Yeah, and I, I think regardless of which route or which angle you go at taking a business, it's, all, it's practically a needs economy of what do people need, what do they want, and whether or not you can do it. So, you know, if you're the, the best barista for the next 400 miles, you're, you're, you're in it. That's, that's a, you've done it well, unless you're in the middle of a desert, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah you know just looking and seeing what people need and if you can offer it in a different way and i think if you're able to kind of ease yourself into the landscape and kind of uh do as many creative people do and kind of do a little bit of freelance before they go and do some bigger adventure that can be a good space to kind of find out what you do unique yeah 
I think it can be really difficult because I know as well we focus so heavily on the arts and and media because that's what we know and that's what we do but there are so many places in terms of you know like it's you think about it there are a lot of law firms out there um you know and that is because there is a requirement for that kind of official help because there's so many complicated elements um and and I mean it's you know, there is clearly a need and, and, and a niche being filled with all these different law films that specify in whatever kind of uh, area of the law that they deal with. Um, and you've, I think taking that approach to business is really important. And because, of course, these law firms are somewhat businesses. Um, but yeah, there there is a, a need for right. What can I do? I think assessment of your own capabilities is really important because there's no point being like, ah, yes, you know, a slow motion, you know, stop motion animation expert is required in the world. I'll just become that. Um, I think that's unachievable if you're just going into it, trying to become the world expert at whatever. But on local levels, there is often a lack of resources in many places, um, you know, it could even be a kind of an event manager that there's a couple different local organizations that are trying to, you know, regularly book a town hall or whatever, and they need help organizing and planning and pulling resources together. And and that could be something that you do, as, and that's your service. Um, but finding that, you've kind of got to look out there and see what is required. Absolutely. And I think um, if you're in a space where there are multiple of something, being able to look and see if there is excess demand is one of the a real hard thing you know if you're want to start up a dry cleaning business it's kind of you know are are they struggling or are they meeting demand you know if they're they're struggling to meet demand there's room for uh more competition out there you can you you've got a baseline audience of people who are needing more dry cleaning in this for instance but who are also maybe um you know you you can go into that space and then once offer kind of additional volume to the market but also try and offer something better and uh you know that's a, a lot of just kind of researching seeing how much there there is how much demand there is you know if you live in a entire city without a furniture store there uh, with one furniture store there could be demand for a second one for instance but you've also <clears throat> sorry but then you've also got to be careful because it could be in the situation where there isn't a lot of demand and that one furniture store is maybe already struggling to sort of fill that demand. Um, I think it's always really important that if it is sort of a more store-based thing that keeping an eye on what kind of stores cycle around a lot mm -hmm. in your local area, um, whether it is like you know there's that one location that has been several different types of store that's sort of worth keeping an eye on what were those types and you know how well did they do how many times did you visit them how many times did you see them full um because again it's sort of about observing and, and pulling the information back working it out what is worth it um because again there will be those niches but they are a little tricky to find yeah and I, you know i think this is coming like a, a staple of it, NACA Media and the, the BizPod advice, but you know, just speaking to people is fantastic. Whether you're mm -hmm. able to connect with some people who are in that that niche or, or field um already, whether you know, let's say you're wanting to open up a, a cafe in a like Bristol, 
speak to some of the other cafes, see how they're getting on, how they're coping, uh, how busy they are, uh, how they found like local suppliers and speak to, to, you know, some people that, you know, that can commute into the town centre. If there's like maybe a, a, a office complex up by like a certain part of town where, you know, there's not a good cafe, you know, speaking to people is vital in almost every part of business in that regard. Yeah, um, that kind of wider connection. Because I think at the end of the day, there is definitely an amount of, of sort of goodness in that people will try and help you um, as much as they can. You know, you've got to approach them in a friendly way. This isn't about you demanding information or advice, but of a, hey, I'm interested in doing a similar thing, what do you think? Um, and especially if there is too much demand, you know, that is often helpful rather than trying to steal someone else's niche Um because probably they're doing it better than you ever could kind of thing. But, you know, you've also got to reassess if there's maybe something that, you know, a lot of people need and there's sort of one one thing doing it and it's sort of slow, you know, and, and, and taxing and takes forever and all day, maybe there is a way that it could be done quicker or maybe not. Um, and sort of assessing that is at your best judgment. And that's, that's what's so scary about this is there's so much of your own judgment is going into... Is it worth following this? Is this a good problem that I've solved or is this a good solution to that problem? Um, and, and that's why getting advice from others is also really helpful. Yeah, because, you know, they, they might be able to, you know, point out some tripfalls, like if they've been local to a certain area, you know, you, you get some places where you, you see the, the same, like, uh, location have, like, 20, like, let's say, chippies uh, go in and out of it without kind of making an income and you know on on paper it may seem like a good idea but you know to a local area they might be like yes you know so it's only really x kind of people or x kind of reason people are in this location so they're not really looking for a chippy and you know sometimes the, there's that kind of local aspect that's really handy and whether it's or if it's an online field um you know there there might be an aspect of yeah but everybody's already using x service over in like over in America, which, you know, is host has been up and running for a couple of years that kind of takes a, a nick out of your plan. So just being able to kind of chat to people is a fantastic way of surveilling a kind of area and kind of reviewing what alternatives out there and looking at that, you know, the worst case scenario so you don't go in kind of ill footed. Yeah. And even if it even if it's something that's more mobile, like if you've got a, a you know, a food van and you travel to all the markets you know, or you go to all the times that there's these events at whatever, talking to the people who are already there, you know, getting to know the 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 vibe or, or getting to know the scene, you know, getting to know is this a healthy, good place to work um, is also really important sort of for your own state of mind and for your business. Um, because if you end up struggling to run it, that's you know that is only going to be detrimental to your business yeah, and I, I think a, a food truck is a, a great illustration of another thing i think is really important and i i think it's somewhat resistant with what we do here at nakamedia and that is you know focusing on your expertise and uh you know that can be at the, the general sense of being like yep i have a kind of a graphic design degree i'm going to do a graphic design company of or to the kind of small thing of I'm really good at designing icons. I should just design app icons. So finding out what you do best is, you know, a timely process, but one that will show itself in time and become like very beneficial. 
I'm really good at cooking hot dogs in a van. Um, you know, or it could just be you've got a flair for cooking. Um, I mean, yeah, now I feel like we're just stealing from the plot of, oh, I can't remember of the film, but it's the guy, the film where the guy gets the van and just cooks. Um, but, you know, I guess that is kind of an entrepreneurial, uh, entrepreneurial spirit um, there. I can't remember the name of that film. <laughs> um, but, in my head, it's um, just John Favreau, but I know it's not John Favreau, the man uh, that you're thinking about. Yeah, it's, it's not an IRL. It's not based on John Favreau, but it is, it is that one. But the meaning behind that is there might be something that you are particularly interested in that you could tie into that niche and that requirement. Um, whether it is something like there is a niche for really interesting foods to travel the country and you are really interested in food, there could be something there. Though, of course, you know, not everyone is a great chef. Um, but in a different kind of sense, it could be, you know, there is something you've done in your spare time, which actually you're getting quite good at and possibly somebody else needs that or wants that somewhere else. And it's like, right, okay, how do you tie those together to make it a functioning business and not just a sort of struggling hobby? Yeah, and I, I think, you know, that, you know, it's one thing it comes with, with time. Um, and, that, you know, I think in my eyes, I, I can recall back to my grandfather when he started his business, where it didn't come from a sense of, you know, oh, I, I you know, there's I, I just you know really want to do some cooking and um you know I, I, could, I could get like xyz and just start doing it it was kind of a thing of he kind of looked at his skill set and looked to the market and was like okay there's not anybody doing like this sort of thing where it's like xyz i can do that and be kind of unique no, you know, I will I'll still be offering food at venues in a, a hospitality sense, but there's nobody offering my exact food and my methods, which is uh, once you've got that, you know, the, the business kind of defines itself, you know, the name writes itself, the logos write themselves, it all comes together at that point. Giant hams covered in honey with maple syrup on top. Uh, there there we ham, go. Ham maple honey. The, the local draws the itself. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's an interesting point, the kind of entrepreneurial spirit in the family um <laughs> is can be something which is quite inspiring. Um and again if there's somebody you know who's sort of gone off and started a business, um absolutely talk to them about their experience because there is so much difficult bits and elements and there's so many complicated bits and just a chat with somebody you know who's done it can actually fix things really easy um, and then there's also some brilliant resources out there similar to bizpod and um, but they're a bit more professional um you know like youtube is a really great source for people talking about well i started this business and what do you think um and another podcast which are sort of great listens and just absorbing that kind of information is really important yeah and i think if, if you're kind of interested in that idea of just being able to offer something that's uh quite unique recently on the biz pod we had uh james uh, of you know, matchmaker mm. uh radio.co uh and podcast.co and you know that was very much somebody you know who's kind of had the idea that they wanted their own sort of uh kind of situation and you know had that kind of spirit within them and then went off and uh, just you know they they found a, a niche in kind of a 
kind of a need that needed to be served and really excelled in that market. Whilst also building upon the skills that he already had to sort of service as much as he needed. Um, Similarly, he mentioned sort of, oh, well, it would be nice to try this kind of a business, but that's not something he would just launch into out of nowhere. There would be a lot of searching of the area, you know, uh, where where is this needed? What is it like? Is it worth it? All that kind of stuff is all really important. Yeah, that kind of going over just surveying, uh, which is kind of the main thing that you end up coming back to when you're you're looking for an idea is the idea of you know if possible looking for whether or not there's any trends um within of your area um or kind of trends along the market so if you've noticed that you know let's say they're 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 extending the high street and you know they they keep on needing cafes you could you could uh, buy a, a plot or kind of a a storefront further up the high street uh, as the, the high street expands or you know there there's um just looking to see if there's any trends or such stuff that's needed so you know if a town gets to a certain size they have xyz they have a you know a, a nice shop uh, kind of a convenience store um once they hit a certain size and looking to see where the the kind of population has reached those milestones and kind of reviewing those sort of trends yeah there's kind of that that element of assessment, um, which I think is important in if you're getting into anything, is assessing the field and the area, um, but particularly in business because it can be so risky. There's that kind of right. You've got to know what you're doing, and and what is required, how it's needed, um, and so yeah, you know, check around, have a look. I think if there is kind of a high turnover in the area that you're looking for or at the specific thing that you're looking for, that's also something to be very sort of wary of because I think, you know, we we can all think that we are the best revolutionaries and, and not bring something new to the table. Or it could be the case that actually you have found the solution to that problem. Um, but being aware that you might not be and sort of keeping an eye on that and being cautious is, is, is I think, something that I would do. Yeah, I, I think... The best way to cover your back is to to just play before you do stuff. Just the the worst case scenario, but with a problem solving mindset. So you know, uh, you know, not to you know just be like, oh, you know, the building could burn down and then not do anything. Um, but to you know be like, okay, you know, we are we're working with like hot stuff. We're we're you know we're grilling. Uh, there could be the place could be on fire, so we need to account x amount towards having some insurance you know uh, and i think doing that kind of thing for the entire process where you know you're thinking worst case scenario and then thinking is there things that can be done to prevent that to ops like offset that um really can help uh, prevent some some disasters eh louise yeah i think when you approach anything you've got to be uh, incredibly open-minded and and that kind of problem solving mindset is really important because it kind of it can it can make you not stop or 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 it can make you overcome most hurdles with a well okay let's look at this again because i think so much stuff can be scary and intimidating um and and breaking up can kind of put an end to a lot of things so you've got to be like right okay this is the situation you know what resources do i have available i've got this this that and that could just be i can call a friend to calm me down or you know, I know an accountant. Um, all of this stuff is about 
the resources which you have to hand um you know maybe that's that you know the coffee supplier's daughter really well um you know or just you've got um that really interesting thing that you can do well those are all resources and so it's like right this is a problem these are the resources I have. What can I do to fix this problem rather than just being like, okay, well, that's a problem. Yeah, and I think having um, a little bit of both uh, is fantastic. And I think that's where, you know, having a, a, you know, a business plan can be quite handy where in which it's, I think there there's a mix in, you know, coming up and kind of starting and formulating ideas where uh, on one hand you want to be, uh, perfectly you know just vigilant uh, just kind of being determined that everything will work out and you know thinking of the problem of everything and then also thinking of the the kind of way out and the solution to everything and I think having a business plan is really handy where you know it's a finite document that you write over a, a certain amount of time um, and via the, the process of doing that you can put down as many of the problems and issues that you think you'll be encountering it's not a, a case of just being like this idea will be perfect uh you know illustrating that you know the tripfalls that uh, are in your your way and then also detailing all the solutions so it's not a kind of infinite spinning in circles thing where some people not even with business but just with life they, they see some obstacles and then they're like oh if i do this then this bad thing will happen but if i do that this bad thing and then they don't do anything uh, I think a, a business plan will kind of con- consolidate and just kind of uh, put down the, all the problems. And, you know, you might look at it and be like, actually that, you know, uh, like uh, open, opening up my, my skiing store at the, the top of Mount Everest is probably not sustainable. Um, or <laughs> uh, otherwise, mm. um, you know, it can maybe highlight and be like, actually, you know, this seems like a fairly sound investment. And you can you can sometimes surprise yourself with that sort of thing, eh? Yeah, and I mean, uh, a business plan, I think, is, is, is more than just handy, useful. I think it's vital um, because there will also be things that you could not have thought about that will come up and be problems. And it's quite possible that something that you'd already maybe thought about is similar and then you've maybe already got part of a way to an answer. But if you just see this new problem and you freak out, of, oh, I didn't even think about this. What can I do? You can get really stuck in that situation. Um, and so it very much is about like, right, okay, we're going to, we're going to look at this in a constructive way. You know, what can I do? What can I fix? What is achievable? You know, what do I know? What do I not know? That can all be really helpful. Um, because at the end of the day, business is moving forward uh, and carrying on and making and creating and selling and whatever. Um, and, and you've got to be able to do that sustainably. Yeah. And, uh, as you're kind of at those early stages, if you're maybe, you know, napkin, napkin massing it, uh, as you can kind of figure out uh, just kind of general ideas, there's a, a methodology called a SWOT anal- analysis, which is uh, basically four quadrants where kind of each corner, you either uh, kind of top left corner um, to kind of bottom right corner, you're kind of going strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. And, you know, you're, you would start by like, you know, put down the strengths of your idea. That's the stuff that kind of gave you the idea in the first place uh then you look at you know what opportunities enable that you know if you're uh you know doing a printer company be like oh well you know people are working from home they they need they need to print their own stuff and you know putting down all the kind of stuff that um that kind of increase and give you opportunities 
and then put down you know the weaknesses of the company you know stuff that's not good like ah oh, people are going to digital and then finally just putting down the threats uh, that could maybe put um hindrance on that uh, you you pursuing this idea is a kind of overall like the SWOT analysis uh, as one is a very popular way of kind of trying to kind of attempt to kick the knees without of uh, an early idea to see how sound it is which um is handy to just not be disillusioned when starting a business hmm. that is interesting i've never heard of that one we should we should have done that for some of our um short story ideas yeah that would it would um, have actually been quite handy in that regard <laughs> i've never thought about it in a, a creative creative context we should do that yeah I think, but I think that's the thing is these ideas are universal because it, it is how you use them. And so if you are using them in a business sense, if you're using them for a constructive sense, for a personal sense, it's all really important because, you know, our brains are these incredible thinking machines that can do all this stuff. Um, and all of it is, you know, creatively led, I think. When you're coming up with ideas, I think there's a key part of creativity there. Um, and so even if you're not very creative, something like that can help you organize that sort of energy to get you a functional idea because it's 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 difficult to to just sort of give me the idea um it can be really difficult for that to just sort of come to you or hit you um especially if you're not used to sort of working in that kind of consistently creative way yeah and it'll morph over time as you kind of start to um you know uh, massage the dough of the the pizza of idea that's the worst analogy Whoa. ever i was, I was like <laughs> that, i'm craving a good yeah, one yeah i don't like that one. <laughs> you know i, I don't i, like I try that one. uh but you know it, it will change and i think having you know some days like what are you're, you're just sitting down on linkedin or twitter or whatever kind of on some social media sitting down and just kind of reviewing the market and just uh you know having a day with your marketing hat and just being like all right here, here's here's what we're we're dealing with. This is what we're we're kind of going up towards. Uh, my my new social media app. Um, you know, I can't do one that, that you know just has like only images because that's it. Instagram. What if I do one? It's you know only sounds. And how would I market that? Who? How would I find the people that would want a, a social media app that's only sounds? You know, and maybe you've got somebody who who really needs something. Um. And you are the one who's able to pull those resources together to then make the thing. That is finding your niche. You know, that is you're in a unique situation where you can do it. And I think it's more common than people think. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's never easy, like, um, taking uh, jabs and trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work. Overall, you know, if, if you're you're passionate enough about an idea, that is important. Because, you know, if you're if you're not passionate about it, you may as well just be going somewhere else and just getting a, a job handed to you. And it's, there, are, there are some sacrifices that are probably going to be made along the process of starting a business. And especially in that early stage where you maybe need to crunch a little to get it kind of sustainable there there will be some sacrifices so i think just getting something that you know you know you, you're you're rolling in your bed or you're thinking about you think it's this is the, the bee's knees is a, a beautiful thing louise yeah there's there's got to be a drive um and and you know as mentioned in our motivation podcast um the drive can come and go and it can be really difficult to keep up um you know keep a consistent oh my gosh have a huge push drive forever um, and so that's okay if then some days you're like, mm, maybe it's not that good an idea. 
Um, because, yeah, you just don't know. You don't know what's going to happen or how it's going to be. And I think especially with this year that we've had, um, it's been really tricky for some people and, and some have figured out a way around their niche, you know, to get it so that it's still viable and others have hugely profited from this year because they found the new niche or because what they were doing was already sort of helpful. And so it's looking at what you do and being like, right, can I make this doable? Can can it be flexible? Can it also be consistent? Um, and, and I think that's why so many people get into business and struggle and, and then leave or you know, have all these dreams and ideas, but maybe never fully commit um, because it, it can be very unpredictable. Yeah, you know, everybody was laughing at the man selling face masks in uh, July of 2019, but no, not now. Masks are 24-7, isn't just Halloween. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, um, it's, an, it's an interesting one where it's, you know, you see some people and they, 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 they're just not, a hundred percent happy with what they're 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 doing as a business and that's that's a real shame where you know uh, whether it got that way up inconsequentially or um otherwise you know you, there are there are some challenges and some obstacles that you you want to be making sure it's uh, all worth it for yourself and it, it isn't uh ill in veins and i think you know seeing how you feel like a, a neutral sense and seeing does this is this the direction I want to go in? Um, uh, on the, the the motivation podcast, we kind of talked about that. Kind of, you know, the na- narrative of uh, your life and where where you would like to see it go. Does this kind of contribute to that? And if it, if it contributes in a meaningful way, hopefully that can uh, make you happy along the way. Which at the end of the day, uh, there you know, despite all the good stuff about doing a business, there's no point doing it if just fundamentally running a business doesn't make you happy. I think it's the kind of thing that business can be a really difficult one to get into. Um, and being creatives, it's it's not necessarily where I had originally thought I would be going kind of thing, but also it's something that I wanted to do for a while. And so it's that kind of, right, how do we merge those ideas together? How do we make sure that it is sustainable and consistent? And I mean sustainable for yourself, not sort of just the environment, but it should also be environmentally sustainable. Um but that kind of, yeah, it's got to keep you going because you have to keep it going so much. Yeah, you know, they'll quite often, there'll be some moments where even if you, you ran a kitchen of 10 people, you might be holding on your back or a law firm of 10 people or whatever it would be where, you know, you're the one in there doing the copywriting, at, not the copywriting, <laughs> just the, some writing at like midnight. <laughs> Um, Anton knows nothing about how law firms work. Yeah, I was just like thinking back because it was uh, my gran uh, worked in a law firm and I was like, they used to do writing hmm. on a keyboard. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I was like, hmm, it's probably copywriting. I've heard of that one. That's law. Um, but you know what I mean? Uh, you know, there's going to be those moments where you're you're having to put in the, the extra, you know, burn the midnight oil. And uh, if it's if you've not got your heart 100% in, you, you don't have that extra to, to carry you that little bit extra when it's needed. Obviously, we uh, I think we're, we're especially keen compared to a lot of star, startups we do of not destroying yourself in six months. Uh, I think that's a, a good a good mm. mantra for NACA Media. <laughs> um, but as well, I mean, there will be times where you've just got to pay the bills and you've just got to do the work and, you know, you've got to support your kids or you've got to pay off the mortgage or whatever. I think that that also shouldn't be understated that not everyone can do their passion because, 
sometimes you've got to just do the work. Um, but I think that doesn't mean you've got to throw away all your ideas and you've got to start from fresh every time or that maybe every sort of six to 12 months you kind of have a yearning to do something else. Um, and there's no reason that you can't start small on the side. But I think it is that you will have to have that extra drive because it will only be more difficult. Yeah, and I think for many ideas, doing a little bit of it on the side is quite often a, a great method where, uh, you know, it allows you to, you know, dip your toes into a market. Let's say you, you are, uh, you know, a photographer. You can, you know, see if you're like, oh, actually, I'm really good at wedding photography. And then you, you can maybe look into doing that full term as a business or, um, you know, you might have went in and did a little bit of like product photography, like uh, scenic stuff, some kind of creative stuff, some wedding stuff. But being able to go and dip your toes in us, like maybe like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll give it like, uh, like I'll book in something on like the weekends. Just allows you to kind of flex your, your kind of entrepreneurial spirit and kind of uh, try before you, you fully commit. And uh, overall, I, I, I think... Um, if you've endured uh, this much of uh, our our ramblings, or more so my ramblings, you're you're mo- far more coherent than me, Louise. Uh, I, I'm sure you're you're fairly <laughs> committed and trying to find something fantastic for yourself. Yeah, and as always, you know, we want to thank you for listening, um, for making it all this all this you know nearly forty minutes in. Um, if say people wanted to um, contact us, Anton, how would they be able to do that? Contact, you say? Well, um, I, I did see this um, this uh, string of letters. I think they call it an email. It's uh, contact at nakamedia.co.uk. I don't know what quite that means. I think it goes to the same uh, that same box as uh, the Ravens landing, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Ravens have been really quiet mm. this week. They haven't said much. I, I think they're maybe plotting against us. They seem to have found a, found that their niche of, of contacting and, and sending letters is being threatened by emails. So I think they're trying to come up with their own business plan of what to do. Oh, for a second there, I thought you were saying their, their business was getting threatened by emails because, you know, they're so so stylish. <laughs> they sell them in Hot Topic. Um, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll check in on them next week, I think. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, just in case like, the Ravens do plot and try to take over the world, uh, we, we, we are on social media with a digital presence where, you know, they can't destroy the digital world, can they? No, they can't. So you can always find us on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn as Nakamedia LLP, where there's definitely no Ravens. Mm, that is fortunate because uh, we're going to have to to leave yous and love yous and leave yous. I believe that's the same, I think. Uh, on another yeah it's easy yeah, on a, another episode of the business Bizpod Biznos Biznos the after hour special Biznos but yes thank you very much for listening share us with your friends and bye bye for now au revoir <laughs> <laughs>